Welcome to Did You Know Podcast. It's all about love and relationships. Where we talk about what's in your heart and in your mind, but never reach your lips. Truth you do not want to face. The silent conversations you have with yourself that won't go away. Let's talk. Submit your questions to dykquestions at gmail.com. Hi guys, welcome to Did You Know Podcast, where we talk about love and relationships. I'm awfully excited about this episode because we're going to be talking about building a foundation for relationships. And when we start to talk about building a foundation, we know that foundations are very important, whether we know it or not. Even the relationships we are in at this present time are built on a foundation. Is it a good foundation? Is it a strong foundation? We'll find out as we find out the materials that go into this foundation. But let's talk about one of the things that is probably one of the most problematic things in relationships. Most men are not ready for a serious relationship. Most men. But let's talk. Every marriage, every marriage has some place in it where there's going to be conflict. There's going to be something to solve. There's going to be issues in every single relationship. You're going to have issues. The problem comes when we don't know how to resolve those issues. And if we look at relationships, relationships are progressive. We have a friend that turns to be a best friend, that turns to be an engagement, that turns to marriage. It's a progression. And when we look at that progression, we end up with marriage, Right now in the United States, half, 50% of all marriages end in divorce, 50%. And if you look at that number, that number is a staggering number. That means that one out of every two couples will end in divorce, one out of every two couples. But let's look even further at how many relationships we go through before we even get to the altar. Most people go to two, three, or four relationships before they get to the altar. So if we can really look and key in on what it is that is causing the divorces, then we can also help the relationship that lead to marriage, if, if we can figure out what is going on. Now, the first thing we need to figure out is that divorce is not the answer. Divorce is only telling us that there was something wrong that went wrong, and divorce do not correct it. You carry away from the divorce what brought the problems on. It wasn't solved. Because if you could have solved them, you would have solved them during that relationship. So let's see what a foundation should have in it that really sustains a good, sound relationship. And the first thing you need to have in a relationship, 
You need to know who you are. And then you need to be in the presence of God. And then you need to have work. Then you need to be a cultivator. And then you need to know how to protect. And then you need to know how to teach. Those are the materials that make up the foundation for a good, sound relationship. Those principles, those has to be in it. And if you're missing any of it, we're going to discover that that is one of the main reasons that we end up in divorce. Now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a, some Christian people that came to Jesus and they asked him a question. And I say Christian people because they were not starch Christians. They were kind of hypocrites, but they came and they asked Jesus a question anyway. They came and they asked him, they said, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Now that is quite a statement in itself when you say that any reason. Why would you divorce her for any reason? We have to go back to that time and that culture in that time. Women could not divorce men. Only the men could divorce women. And if we look at when it first started, it started over 2,000 years ago with a leader named Moses. He was leading about a million people across the desert to the promised land. That is where we come into our first in, in writing where we can literally look at what happened, what he did in that social environment he was in. Because you have to understand, in his day, in his environment, there are some things that was in play that literally made it almost impossible to come up with a reason, a justifiable reason to get a divorce. If you were caught in adultery, that was stonable by death. If you were caught in any kind of homosexuality, any of that was stonable by death. So a lot of the things that we look and we see now, the only thing that a man could come up with that was not taking care of the law was for any reason. Any reason being, if I interrupted you while you were talking to men, I was justifiable for me to divorce you. If you burn the food twice, that's justifiable for me to divorce for any reason. And that was the question. Jesus took them back to the first marriage. He said, let's go back to the first marriage. He said, this is what it said. It said, for this reason shall a man leave his father and his mother, and should cleave to his wife, and the two, this is his emphasis, should become one flesh. His point was, if you are one, you can't get a divorce. It takes two people to get a divorce. He said, so if you are one, that means God didn't have a plan for divorce. God was against divorce, period. And that is where we're going to pick up now, because if we look at what Jesus was saying, he said, let me take you back to the original man, what he had in him, the foundation that he had before he got a wife, before he was married. What was that man's foundation built from? So Jesus took them back a little bit further. He said, the first man I made was Adam. Now you have to understand what Jesus is saying. He said, I made Adam, me, I made Adam. Adam was created in my image, in my likeness. That means if Adam came from me, 
then I had the responsibility. I was his source. I was his sustainer. Everything that comes from you, you have to source it and you have to sustain it. He said, so Adam was my source. I had to be his sustainer. Everything he needed, he could get it from me. That is how it is. And so when Adam said, Abba, Father, he was not calling out a name. That is not a name. He was saying, this is a title, and this is the things that go under that title. Sustainer, everything I need, you got it. You are my source. Everything I need, I go to the one that brought me forth, the one that I came from. And that same principle is the first thing that he started to tell Adam. He said, Adam, listen, I'm only going to go to the dirt one time. Just one. I'm not going back. I'm going one. So Adam has to sustain every last person that is going to be born on the planet until Jesus comes. It's 7.3 or 4 billion on it now living, not counting the ones that's going on. But Adam had the foundation that had to support every last human being. He had that support. And God gave him a support and he used him for that example when he went back to the garden. He said, this is the first man that I built and I am his armor. But when he started to have children and when he started to produce he then becomes Abba. He then becomes the source. He then becomes the sustainer. So when God took this man and he put him in a garden, God starts to talk to the man. And the Bible will let us know that he talked to him in the cool of the evening every day. And when he started to talk to the man, the man himself started to learn who God was because God knew who he was. The problem was, he had to learn who God was. And for the first thing, God took the man and he said, I need for you to understand who you are. Who you are. That was the first thing that he put in the foundation. You must know who you are. But how did God test this man? What did God do to literally see if him and the man was on the same page? Did he understand who he was? And so when God gave the man dominion over the whole earth, whensoever Adam spoke, the earth itself had to look twice because it did not know who was talking, Adam or God? But when we look at how God tested Adam, we all know how he tested him, but we may not know that it was a test. The way he tested Adam, he said, Adam, I want you to name all of the animals, all of them. And he came and he said, well, what is this? Adam said, that's a giraffe. He said, okay, well, what is this? That's an elephant. Well, what is this, Adam? That's a crocodile. Well, what is this? That's a dog. Don't you know that God already knew the answers for what every animal was? He did not create an animal and did not know what it was, but he put what it was in Adam to see if him and Adam was on the same page, to see if his spirit and Adam's spirit was tied together, to see if Adam knew who he really was. Did he really know who he was, where he was, how did he come about and what his purpose was on the earth? That is very important. So the first thing that me and you need to do is bring that forward to the day and find out what it is that we need to know about five questions that we ask ourselves all the time. Who am I? 
Where did I come from? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Where am I going? And when we bring that forward to today, if you can't answer those questions, it's the reason why you can't. And the reason is you have to go back to where Adam was. You have to go back and you have to go back to the one that made you. You have to go back to the one that sustains you. You have to go back to your source. That source that you go back to it is going to feed you who he is and who you are. In the world today, if you don't know who you are or who am I, you cannot lead. You cannot do anything because if you don't know it, the world will dictate to you who you are. It would also dictate to you what you do. It would dictate to you what you wear. It would dictate what you drive. It would dictate where you live. It would dictate everything to you if you don't know who you are. You also must know why did or how did or where did I come from? What is my origin? Where did I come from? Because if I don't know where I came from, I don't know where I am going. What is my purpose on the planet? What is my purpose? That is, and why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? If you can't answer those questions, then you have to go back to where you can get the answer. If I had a iPhone, and I got it through Cricket, and Cricket produced this phone. Now, Cricket, when they give me this phone, they're going to put it in a box, and they're going to give me a book to go with that phone. They're going to say, I need for you to read the instructions in the book to know how the phone works, to understand all of its functions, to understand what it can do, to understand the phone's purpose. I have to go to the book. That comes with the phone. Most of us have got something that came with an instruction book. But we put the book in the back and we start to work in the device. And we never know everything that the device could do. Because we didn't read the instruction. Well, man came with a book. And in that book, it tells him everything that he needs to know about himself. But even that, without that book, sometimes you run into problems that you can't figure out when you read the book. So what do you do? You either send the product back or they'll say, send me the product. If you can't fix it, we'll fix it and we'll send it back. But don't send a cricket phone to AT&T because AT&T didn't fix it. AT&T didn't create it. AT&T has nothing to do with cricket. So if you got a problem and we don't know any of these answers, you have to go back to the source. You have to go back to the one that made it. You have to go back to the one that made you. He has to tell you what it is you do, what is your purpose, and when he starts to talk to you, when he starts to deal with you and let you understand that he is your source, he is your sustainer, he is the one that takes care of you, he is the one that you need to go to to get advice because he is a creator. You don't go to the world and ask the world why you're here because the world has an answer. And when you put the worldly stuff in that foundation 
it will erode. It will not stand. I guarantee you, I don't care what it is, where it come from, if you bought anything in the last 20 years, it's starting to decay the day after you got it. That is why when we start to talk about your purpose on earth. What is my purpose? I mean, how does that benefit me? When I go to a person and they ask me, what is your person, your purpose? Who are you? Who are you and where did you come from? That's a fair question. That's a very fair question to be asked. The question, the, the problem is, how do you answer that question? Do you answer it like Adam? Say, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know the purpose that I'm here. And that is his first focus had nothing to do with any other individual. It had everything to do with who he was. If I don't know my own self, I leave room for you to tell me who I am. I leave room for you to lead me down paths that are not correct. The world will give to you whatsoever you are lacking. It will make up for it. And it has no problem telling you what to do, where to go, and how to live. The world has no problem with that. The problem is when you go to a relationship, if you are not sound and knowing who and when and how and those things that are super important for you to know to bring to the relationship, not lacking anything that you do not know, not about anybody else. You have to know who you are. Because when you know who you are, I can't change you. I can't dictate to you where to go and how to live and where to stay. When you know who you are, when you understand your purpose, what is your purpose in the earth? What is it? That purpose can only come from the one who made it. The product, I didn't make you. I can't tell you your purpose. But once you know your purpose, nobody can take that from you. Nobody could change your mind. What is my purpose? My purpose on the planet is from my mother's womb, I was chosen to be a preacher teacher, period. And you cannot stop me from doing it. I'm going to do it whether I have to do it on the sidewalk from a building. That is why I was made. That is why I am on the planet. That is my purpose. I know my purpose. So when you come and ask me, what is my purpose? My purpose is to be a mouthpiece for God. That is my purpose. Why am I here? To carry out his will. That I know that. You can't change that. How does that benefit me in relationship? In relationship, when I get in a relationship, I know who I am, so you can't change me. I'm not going to let you change me, but I'm going to tell you who I am. I'm going to tell you what my purpose is. That way, when I tell you what my purpose is, you can be a help me. But if I don't have a purpose, you can't help me meet nothing. You can't help me do anything if I don't have a purpose. If I, you find me unknowing, if you find me unwilling, if you find me in a place where I cannot care, give you a vision, then you have nothing to help me with in that relationship. I don't care what stage of the relationship you're in, whether it's beginning, the middle, the engagement, or marriage, you have to have something for the other person to help you with. 
If you don't know your purpose, somebody else will give it to you. The problem with that purpose is it'll change every now and then. It'll change every other month. It's changing. And nobody has a solid foundation. And so when you look and point toward anything, you cannot go back and say, well, this is where I came from, this is where I am, and this is where I'm going. You don't have that foundation to do it with. You will go with trends. Whatever the world trend is, that is where you will be. The only problem with that is that trend never is set in a solid foundation. It keeps changing. And that's the one thing that cannot change. It is the foundation. So when you start to ask yourself, who am I? Where am I? Who made me? What's my purpose? All of those things are super important to start out with in the foundation. Now, you may already be in relationship and you cannot answer these questions. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you're going. You don't know your purpose. You haven't got into the place where you went and find out what it is, who you are. Are the thing you're going to have to do is do what everybody I don't care where they are, I don't care what their status is, everybody have to start from where they are. If you can't go forward, the thing to do is to go back and re dig up that old foundation that is not working, and you have to start to rebuild. You have to go and return. You have to return, then you have to restart. You have to go back and say, This is who I am. You need to go and say, Look, if you're already in a relationship, you need to say, Look, I- I'm gonna have to take a couple of couple of days or so. Uh, it might take me a month. I don't know what it is, but I got to go find out who I am. Before I can go ahead and further, because I don't, if I don't know who I am, I'm showing you somebody that I'm not. You're trying to support somebody that I don't even know. So I need to go back and I need to find out who I am first. I need to find out what my purpose is. I need to know who I am before I can deal with you at all. Because if I don't understand the basic who I am, I could never, ever, ever do anything for you because you will never know me. You will know what I say, but you will never know me. You will know what I do, but you will never know me because I don't know who I am myself. That's not going to be easy for you to go and say to somebody, but that is what you need to do. You need to return. The one thing that we need to learn how to do is that word, that prefix, re. That prefix means to return, and it does not mean that it's something wrong if you don't remember, if you don't turn. What's wrong is if you don't go back and start over again. Because if you don't go back and build a solid foundation, it is going to fall. And now, let me tell you something about falling foundations. A fallen foundation don't mean that you're not staying together anymore. It just means that it's not working. There's a lot of people that staying together, but they're not really together. There's a lot of people staying in the same house in a different room. There's a lot of people in the same house and they're just as lonely before they got married. There's a lot of people in the same house that don't communicate. There's a lot of people in the same house, in the same relationship, 
but there is no communication. It's a lot of people that need to turn around and go back and start over again. There's nothing wrong with starting over again. If you're on I-95 and your destination is Orlando, you are not going to make it to Orlando. You may end up in Jacksonville. You may end up in Tallahassee. Because if you don't turn from where I live on 50, you're not going to get to your destination. And it's the same thing with if you don't know who you are, you're never going to be satisfied with what you do. You will never because you don't know your purpose. And once you know your purpose is settled, you're not searching anymore. Once you understand that, once all of that comes to fruition right now, and the way the world is going, if you don't know who you are, I guarantee you, it will lead you to shipwreck. It will lead you to shipwreck. Don't go and ask any person what you should do. But the one that made you, he know why he made you. He know how you work. He know for the purpose he put you on the earth to work. He knows all the answers that you need. All man can give you his opinion. He cannot give you what you need to go back to the one that is your source, that is your sustainer, and he will fill in all the blanks. Every last one of them. He will fill them in. You have to know who you are. You have to know where you're going. You have to know your purpose. You have to know who it is that's directing you. You have to know those things. And if you don't know them, you can't tell me you're at peace. You're not at peace if you don't know those things. And if you're not at peace, you're going to carry what you are into that relationship. No matter what stage is at, you are going to carry that uncertainty in that relationship. We're still going to be talking about six things. We just started to deal with a little bit about the first one. The first one is very important. It's very important for you. It's very important for you because there's almost with 100% certainty, I'm guaranteeing myself that you have asked yourself some of those same questions. You have asked yourself some of them. And if you have not gotten the answer, go back to the only one that can answer it. But if you have to go back, go. If you're going into a relationship, say, wait a minute, I, I need to find some stuff out about me. See, you don't have to go in and, and when you started to talk to somebody and try to avoid what it is you're trying to look for. Because more than likely, they're trying to find the exact same thing that you are. They're going through the same thing. The only problem is if you are a male, if you are the head, you are the one that build the foundation. 
you're the one that the foundation is built on. And if the foundation don't know where it's going, then nothing that's built on it is going to know where it is going. We're going to take this up next week on our next podcast. And I want you to think on this wise. I want you to start to tell yourself and I want you to really, really, really look internally. And I want you to literally sit down any place. Just go somewhere by yourself and sit down and, and, and cross your legs. And I want you to ask yourself these questions. Just ask yourself these questions and see if you can answer them. And if you can't, meditate till you can come up with the answer. Who am I? Where did I come from? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And where am I going? Very important questions for every relationship. It has to have that foundation. You need to know those answers. So while we meditate till we meet the next time, I want you to literally do what you have to do. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So do what it takes to get what you need to get done, done. And I'm going to see you the next time, okay? And until that time, you know the best person you can be is you. Be yourself because it's the easiest person to be.